This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Kelowna is set to open up a group of 60 micro-homes that bring people out from the shelters and provide a small community for them. And the question they have for you this afternoon is should Vancouver look to create a similar community where, uh, you know, people can come together, feel safer, maybe feel like they're on their way back? And where, if we did do this, should it go? Michael Geller is the president of the Geller Group, kind enough to join me. Michael, good afternoon. Uh, Thanks for inviting me. It's my pleasure. So obviously we've seen these uh, pop up in Toronto. Kelowna is getting through the red tape to make sure that they can have these micro homes up in short order. Um, I want to first start with the community itself. Is this something that would be easy to put up or is there a lot of red tape and a lot of hurdles that would get in the way of this? Well, as was reported, this was done very, very quickly in Kelowna because the situation with so many people living in tents, with all of the inherent danger that came with that, there was a lot of support. And uh, these homes were built in basically four months from the conception to completion. And uh, for those who haven't actually seen them, they look like little white um, uh, storage huts, if you like. But, uh, and over time, I suspect they'll get colored up and decorated. The fact is, though, Rob, we have done something similar in Vancouver. We haven't done exactly the same thing, but many people are familiar with the the modular, temporary modular buildings that were put up. And uh, some know I I initially proposed this during my failed attempt in the 2008 election. But unfortunately, the Vancouver experiment did not work because although the homes were very, very attractive and comfortable, they were too expensive to relocate, which is exactly the opposite of what was intended. You have obviously been in the planning phase. Uh, we'll get into the house itself, the, the shed-style home that it is. But if we're talking larger numbers, I mean, you've seen the pictures of what's coming out of Kelowna. Is this something that you think um, infrastructure-wise could work at a crab park or or somewhere? Because we do have small pockets of these, but we're talking about building a community here of 80, 100, 120. Is that doable or is Vancouver just not the right place for it? No, I think it is doable because all you have to do is just look at the desperate situation of so many people living in tents and trying to create structures. Uh, we have to do something. And uh, whether they're small little white six by 10 boxes or whether or not they're like workforce trailers, which are decorated a little bit from the outside, unfortunately, it's just simply too expensive and it takes too long to do these permanent buildings. But temporary solutions like this can be done quickly. And I think they should be done. I say that though, Rob, recognizing Most people know there's nothing more permanent than a temporary building. So you do have to think about how long do you want them to be in that place and before they're moved on somewhere else. And there are some solutions to that. 
I would be curious to know of the cost efficiency by having these people in a shelter as opposed to having them in their own little dwelling. Um, Because like you said, the modular home, obviously there's an expense to it. How much would one of these units cost to put up, Michael? I mean, not to put you on the spot here, but if we're talking about these little uh, individual homes, what are we talking ballpark wise? Well, I think we're talking certainly under a hundred thousand dollars, uh, probably somewhere between fifty and a hundred thousand dollars, because they do have electricity, they do have heating, and and so forth. They're not just garden sheds. They 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 don't have bathrooms. They don't have kitchens, but they are very habitable. And when you look inside, you, and then you compare it with what's what it's like to be in a tent and sub-zero weather, these, these are, I think, a solution. It's interesting, Rob, I knew, when I first proposed something like this in the downtown east side, uh, Jean Swanson uh, was very upset and opposed it because she thought they'd look so ugly. And then when she saw what these things might look like, especially if they were wrapped with um, you know, vinyl, with decorative designs, Then she was upset because she thought they might be so attractive they wouldn't be relocated. I mean, if you look at what's there now or what's being proposed in Kelowna, I mean, it's a bit stark. Uh, They're all white boxes. But I think they could be, as I said before, colored up. The one question which you've raised, though, is where do you put them? And I was intrigued to see the Kelowna tiny home community is being located in what's described as an industrial area. So then the question comes to mind, you know, will everybody just hang out there um, and become create their own community there? Or will people want to head downtown? That's something I'll be intrigued to, 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 to watch. There's one located uh, just off of First Avenue, not far from Clark. And I thought that it was actually a quasi-smart place to place it because when you see the new uh, hospital, the new St. Paul's going up, it's, it's actually not that far from a location where they can get some help. So obviously that's one piece of the equation. But I, I was so enamored just to get your thoughts on this, Michael, as to what it would cost, what does it look like, and is it doable? So all three, all three things sound like... It is possible. It it is possible. And I want to compliment you for actually covering this story because I think, you know, anybody who's been downtown, anybody who's been down Hastings Street and that whole downtown East area at night and seen what it's like, or even gone inside some of the shelters, and these are being proposed really to help people transition out of some of the shelters, which are just awful. this is a solution. It's not perfect. There's no one perfect solution. There are support services. There are buildings with washrooms and with kitchens and with dining uh, to support the, this living accommodation. And so I think it's the right direction to go, whether they're all individual little buildings or whether they're one building with perhaps six homes, you can have different solutions, but we need to do something. And I compliment everybody who's managed to make this one happen, especially in four months. Michael, your insight is second to none. Thank you for your time this afternoon. It's my pleasure.